This, this is the Kristen and Knight podcast. Kristen and Knight podcast. Fueled by McCafe. Barista make coffee 24-7. On Mix 106.3. I haven't Morning, had a lot everybody. of sleep. I haven't had enough coffee. I'm in a very mm-hmm. silly mood. Mm. And what better time mm. to talk about... A 60 Minutes interview. A, I, I mean, mm. yeah, boy, you, oh, boy. So can you can you smell that, friends? I, um, I can. What is it? It smells like an election. <laughs> <laughs> so it shouldn't come as a surprise that the promos have been dropped in regards to a 60 Minutes interview Mm. that sees Carl Stefanovic. I think this is what got me when I'm like, is that Carl Stefanovic? Is he he holding some form of margarita? (laughs) And I'm like, is he? Is is he he, he at the Logies interviewing people? Like, that's normally when he's having margaritas. (laughs) Is is that Scott Morrison in the background wearing an apron? (laughs) Where are they? Are they at Kirribilli House? Oh my God! What's happening here? Hang on. Anyway, is that, did, did you hear that, Kristen? Is that is that <laughs> is that the sound of the PR machine starting up? <laughs> there it goes. <laughs> if in doubt, guys, mm. wheel out the prime minister's wife. I think this oh. must be the PMO's go-to where they go. Oh, guys, we um we're really copping it. We're yeah. really our image is um it's bad at the moment. What should we do? What's Jenny doing? Prove prove that you're human. Anyway, Show him that you have a wife in a kitchen <laughs> and that you occasionally cook food and eat it. <laughs> Just like the humans do. We've got to show you in your natural habitat. Yes, Make I- sure you smile, though. Make sure you smile. Oh, can you imagine the meetings around the boardroom as to what he should wear? Oh, they, oh okay. Yeah. Can't be a suit. We can't wear a tie. But no. then we can't put you in a t shirt. It's too casual. Yeah. Oh, my God. A polo shirt? What type of polo shirt? Yeah. Ralph Lauren? Oh, no. Too expensive. You've still got to appeal to the people you're giving tax cuts to, <laughs> but also appear approachable. <laughs> in the you house, know? in the taxpayer-funded Kirribilli house. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> anyway, um, Carl Stefanovic is going to sit down with a 60 Minutes interview with the Prime Minister and Jenny. Here's the promo. Yeah, if this doesn't sum it up, I'm not here. Does it sometimes take you a while to get this through your thick head? Scott Morrison fights back. You might need more than a miracle this time. You might need the second coming. (laughs) Well, I believe in that too. (laughs) On 60 Minutes, behind the scenes in the kitchen cabinet. What's that for the knives? Only from behind. Apparently, oh. apparently, Carl, and yeah, they cook together and they sit down and it's 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 a whole thing. But apparently, Carl, they talk about the stress leading up to an election and, mm. you know, how many sleepless nights he has and, you know, what's Ginny's thoughts and feelings on it. And then um, Carl says to them, and what happens post the election? Like, is there something that you'll do to de- together to kind of basically let off steam? Oh. And, <laughs> and he goes, a trip to Hawaii, maybe? Oh, wow. And they, and they both kind of pucker up a little bit. And then Carl goes, too soon? And everyone's like, too soon. It's <laughs> so, you know what? I will watch it if I'll, Stefanovic is drunk. I'll watch it too. I'll watch it too. Mm. I'm interested. I am interested. Yes. Mm. Yes. Um, anyway. I'm going to leave it at that. I was waiting. I was I, waiting so to see whether you were going to step in here and give me your thoughts and feelings. So I know you're holding back. I can hear it in your voice. I'm just going to take two steps back from believing in the second coming. Oh, is that is that the part for you? That- Both hands in the air.
and with the religious bill at the moment. Uh, I mean, all I'm saying, Kristen, is it's 2022. Actually, you know what? That's all, that's all I'm going to say. Mm. Okay. That was very vague. <laughs> just, yes, it is 2022. I feel like as a species, we're, haven't we gotten past this? Mm. Maybe anyway, we haven't. It will be interesting. It will be a very interesting interview. Oh, yeah. You're listening to the Kristen and Knight podcast. Mix 106.3. Uh, my name is Nigel and yours is Kristen. And um, look, you may have come across a lady recently called Grace Tame. Well, we She's saw... been in the news from time to time. <laughs> yes. Um, we saw yesterday the National Press Club. It was absolutely sold out. Apparently the wait list for yesterday's National Press Club yeah. was unprecedented. They pretty much could have sold out the Canberra Theatre three times. Oh, 100%. Yeah. I mean, I've seen fewer people line up for the new iPhone. Than, than to try and get into that gig. Yeah. And why wouldn't you want to be there? What an amazing uh, couple of ladies um, with, with with a shocking, horrible, mm-hmm. but also fascinating story to tell that that we need to know more about so that we, we can make it better in the future. And that's we what do. it's all about. Mm-hmm. Um, here's a little bit of, uh, of what happened yesterday. Ms Tame revealing what was behind that side eye at the Australian of the Year handover, claiming she'd received... A threatening phone call from a senior member of a government-funded organisation. Demanding she not criticise Scott Morrison at the event. You're an influential person. He'll have a fear, they said. What kind of fear? You know, with an election coming soon. And this... I don't know. I I want to say... so upsetting. The thing that, that bugs me most about this is that this part of that conversation that happened yesterday is all anyone's talking about. Mm. And and it's look it, it it's it's a it's it shouldn't have happened if it happened no no doubt about it it's a shocking thing that happened. But I feel like it's detracting from the main part of the story mm. which is the broader picture uh, of, of the systemic bullying and abuse that's been going on not just in parliament house but in in organizations across the country for years and years and years. And mm-hmm. it, you're absolutely right it's something we need to address. Yep. But and I'm 100% on Grace Tame's team. You will not find a bigger supporter of Grace than me. But what, what saddens me about this is that we've come back to another point now, very much like the alleged text messages that have mm. or have not been sent around about Scott Morrison recently. So-and-so alleges that, oh, there's this, some unnamed person sent a text. And it doesn't help anyone if you're going to be vague about these things. Mm. If you were threatened by a member of staff from a government organisation ahead of Australia Day and told to pull your head in and not say nasty Mm -hmm. things about Scott Morrison. That shouldn't have happened and it should be dealt with. So tell us. Yeah. Tell us who it was, Mm -hmm. when it happened, what was the organisation. Give me details so that we can sort it out. Yeah. What what annoys me is that now we've got another one of these things up in the air. Mm -hmm. We don't even know what the organisation is. We don't know who the person was. Yeah. And now everyone's running around in circles. Mm. Why not just... Tell us everything. I know. And That's what I can't understand. And it just, I don't know. Yeah, because you want to be able to solve it. And yeah. the only way that we can solve it is is if we have that information. I, Someone I've, did the wrong thing and they should be pulled up for it. But we can't pull them up for it if you yeah. don't tell us who it was or what happened. But I think these women, both Brittany Higgins and Grace Tame, are still trying to find out in, in this spotlight who do they trust 
you know, who, where do your allegiances lie? But why should that, be, why should that stop because, you from sharing information about someone who did something horrible to because you? Because I, I think, I because th- I just think that they're young women and I think that they're still just basically trying to figure out, like, everyone's kind of got a little bit of skin in the game, right? So am I giving all of this information to Lisa Wilkinson? Well, I mean, she wants a primetime interview, so she's kind of got skin in the game. Okay, well, I'm, I'm Anthony Albanese. I've got a good relationship with him. Should I be sharing the information with him? Well, he's kind of on one side of politics. Okay, what about our Prime Minister, Scott Morrison? Should I go to him? Well, just Do I tell, tell him all of the information? Tell the whole country in a press club meeting. Yeah. There's an idea. Yeah. Um, that's the thing. Uh, the, the, one of the things that I love and respect about Grace Tame more than anything else is that she doesn't care no. about the political game. That's the beautiful part about her. And mm. up until this point, she has not given a toss who gets upset or who who gets the spotlight shone on them mm-hmm. um, for doing the wrong thing. That's the entire point of this. Yeah. Why not shine that spotlight on the organisation that allegedly threatened you rather than just giving vague details and then walking away with your hands in the air while the rest of us run around trying to pick up the pieces mm. and work out what happened? Are there lawyers? Are there lawyers that are involved that have said to her, look, I just don't think it's a good idea that you name names? Well, then why bring it up? Yeah. Why even bring it up at all? If yeah. you can't, If you can't be specific... Mm-hmm. And I, I, Grace, oh, God help me if you're listening. I, I love you dearly. I think you're mm-hmm. wonderful. I really do. And maybe there is a good reason that she's keeping her cards close to her chest that I'm yes. not. Maybe I don't fully understand the story, and mm-hmm. and I'll, I'll accept that. But on the surface, we've just ended up with another one of these moments where uh, there's just been a, a grenade thrown into the room, and the person who threw it gets to walk away mm-hmm. without providing any details as to why it was thrown or who it was aimed at. Yes, you know, and we're all standing there going ah mm-hmm. at the same time. But yeah, anyway. That the road to a resolution is transparency. Knowing who, knowing what, knowing when, knowing the backstory and knowing the context. To paraphrase Jerry Maguire, help us to help you. (laughs) You know? I don't know. And you know what, don't, I know that you were worried about even saying this on the air today because you were like, I am Grace Tame and Brittany Higgins' biggest supporter. Hell yeah. They're two of the bravest, most awesome ladies this country has ever produced and I think they're wonderful. 100%. But this game playing thing, Mm -hmm. Grace, you can't, again, I'm sure there's a good Reason, so, but it's also not just Grace. It's Peter, Peter, Peter Van Onselen as well with the text messages. Oh, yes. it's that is an entirely separate thing, yes, but yeah. but, but it's the same principle. Mm. Either tell us the full story yeah. or don't tell us anything at all Yeah, would be my... I get, look, I'm, I'm probably speaking out of turn, but I, mm. I'm just a guy on the street, you know? <laughs> a guy on the street who wants to give away over 20 grand's worth of but stuff. No, Next. you're a guy on the street who wants to help, who wants to be a part of the solution. Oh, I want to find out who this clown was that yeah. threatened Grace Tame so we can bring him down. Yeah. Go after him. I want to help. Mm. But we can't help unless we know who it was. And now you can segue to our big major giveaway. Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like the Kristen and Nige podcast. Sounds like Mix 106.3. Mix 106.3 with Kristen and Nige. And in this instance, Hugo as well. Yeah, morning, everybody. Yeah, it's Kristen's little boy. How old is he? About 18 months old now? Oh, almost 18 months old. Yeah. It's crazy. And and he's made the switch to daycare now. He's he's, he's hanging out with his peeps every couple of days. Yes, yes. And it's wonderful. And so the good news is, is that he's got a little friend at daycare. Oh, is he? And his friend's name is Tommy. 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 Legend. So Tommy is actually one of the babies in our mother's group. Oh, okay. Right. So Tommy has started going to daycare as well, and they're going on um, the same days, which nice. is wonderful. It's made drop off a lot easier. Yeah, yeah. But it well, means that I know, I know his like Tommy's mum, Courtney, and Tommy's dad, Nick, relatively well. Yeah. 
because they're in our mummy's group, right? Well, I've seen them all. You know Nick. Um, Nick uh, is the, owns Go Boats on the foreshore. Oh, you've yeah, met, yeah, you've met Nick yeah. Before. Yeah, yes. Go Boat Nick. Yes. Woo. So anyway, so that's the backstory. So I turn up to pick Hugo up from daycare yesterday. Did you get a free boat ride out of that? Or we just give him a plug. <laughs> well, you should. Okay, this is the it's the least that I can do, right? Yeah, right. Then. Because because I turn up and one of the educators says to me, "Oh, we've had a bit of a rough day today." I, again. Again. So this is incident report number two? Yes. Yeah. And she was like, Hugo has bitten another child oh, today. Oh, I bit a kid, Mum. What are we going to do about that? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I'm really, I'm really sorry. And I actually said, who was it? Mm. And she said, oh, look, it's policy to not tell you who the other kid is. Which oh, is fair just, enough. It's like when you get a text message about Scott Morrison. You, <laughs> you tell him about it, but you don't go, oh, well, I'm not telling you who sent it. No, it's fair enough because I think some parents get a little bit yeah. antsy and, I don't know, talk to the other parent in the car park. But anyway, I just actually just wanted to say sorry to the other parents. Let's go and find out which kid's bleeding. That'll be him. <laughs> so anyway, we pack up and Nick turns up to pick up Tommy. And he's like, oh, Kristen, hello. I'm like, hello, how are you? And he said, how was your day today? And I was like, oh, to be honest, apparently we've had a bit of a rough day. We've bitten another kid. And I look at the educator and the educator's face, the blood basically like rushes from rushes from. And was she doing that face. like the, the hand across the neck thing? Like the <laughs> cut, cut? <laughs> uh-oh, uh-oh. Um, and anyway, that's when she sort of stepped in and said, look, it's not policy, you know, usually. Mm, but, but look at those bite marks on Tommy's arm. Yes, yeah. yes. Basically, it was Tommy. Hugo's bitten Tommy. Oh, dear. He got excited. They were hugging, and yeah. then Hugo got excited, and he's bitten Tommy. Well, look, it happens so to the best of us, doesn't it? I said to Nick, I'm actually really, really sorry. And he looked at me, and he said, no, it's okay. But while I've got you, oh. and I went, oh. And he goes, the biting thing, it's okay. You know, sometimes you're the biter, sometimes you're the bitee. Yeah, that's true. But who at your radio station is obsessed with don't pay the ferryman? <laughs> if I hear Krista Berg one more time, I think I'm going to have to drive around to the radio station. Oh, So... My kid bites his kid, fine. But, <laughs> no, don't you dare. We can't. Well, it's we just can't, a bit of background music, it's fine. We can't play. Don't pay the ferryman. Well, no, we can't. We don't again. have time. <laughs> Perfectly okay to bite someone's kid, but no more Krista Berg. Oh, oh Kristen. You know why he's got a point, though. She absolutely does. <laughs> and, and if nothing else, thank you. You've made my day. You're listening to the Kristen and Knight podcast. Mix 106.3. And it's time to talk about a man who is facing quite the serious dilemma, Kristen. Is he, though? Yeah. A pregnant woman has been left furious after her husband told her he wants to see the new Batman film on opening day in March, even though that is the date that her gynaecologist says she will be giving birth. Hmm. Um, now, the lady uh, she, who remains nameless, she's a 25-year-old pregnant woman in the UK, um, has, by her own admission, said, look, very rarely does a baby ever actually arrive on the day they say it will. Absolutely. It's usually a couple of days or a week either side at least. Mm. But the principle of the matter is... Yep. 
And, there's and, a clash. There's a calendar clash. Well, there is a calendar clash. And the, and the and principle in, of the matter is what's more important. In his defence, before you make any decisions like that, Kristen, this is the first time uh, Twilight's Robert Pattinson will be stepping <laughs> into the role as Batman. The trailers do look pretty freaking sweet. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, and you know what? Labor tends to sometimes, most of the time, go, go for a long time. Well, yes, so, why, longer not, than a movie. Why not do both? Exactly. Mm. And I um, tell you, when he's a great time as well. Just as a side note, as someone who was pregnant, mm. I tell you what a, a great time to have this conversation, this moral dilemma yeah. um, is with uh, with your wife is when she is pregnant because and when she's, she's about a month out of from giving birth. Yeah, that's very rational. That's when to bring it up, isn't it? Not hormonal um, at all. Do you think the wife needs to factor in? And this is a real problem, Kristen. That if he doesn't see it on opening day, he risks seeing spoilers on social mm, media. True. And let's be honest, we, I mean, nobody wants that, do they? <laughs> there's We've, lots of, let's just say there's lots of risks that he's probably facing. Yeah. Mm. yeah. But let's be, I mean, what, what can he really do? Oh. At that point, you know? True. Apart from give you moral support and hold your hand and presumably mm. get yelled at a lot with things <laughs> like, you shut up, you did this to me. <laughs> You've watched too many American movies uh, where they do that. I don't know. I think that's that's, that's what happens, mm. certainly in the comedies. But the question I want to ask, with tongue planted firmly in cheek, mm-hmm. and the more ridiculous the situation, the better, I want to know where were you, and this mm-hmm. is a phone topic only for men, all right? Ladies, I'm afraid you have to sit this one out because your answer will be, well, I was right there, of course, when it happened. Mm-hmm. I want to know from the fellas, where were you when your kid was born? Mm. What else were you doing when you maybe should have been there, especially if you're out fishing or <laughs> at Batman or but something? But it's it's not necessarily just fellas. There could oh, be no, two, okay. there could be you two mummies. You did right. I didn't yeah. think that, I didn't think that through. Did yep. I? Oh god. So it's where were right. you when your partner was giving birth? When your partner was giving birth. Please don't yep. phone in and complain. That wasn't I wasn't being mean or or, or anything. I just forgot about that aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Um. Where were you when your partner mm-hmm. was giving birth? Sounds like the Kristen and Knight podcast. Sounds like Mix 106.3. Where were you when your partner was giving birth mm-hmm. is the question. Uh, after we read about this bloke in the UK who's freaking out because his wife is due to give birth, Kristen, on the same day that the new Batman film comes out. Yes. Which is a big dilemma for him. Yep. You know, those are two very important life events. <laughs> but we're going to have some fun with Toby out at Chisholm, hopefully. Aww. G'day, Toby. Today. Now, um, your partner's giving birth. Mm-hmm. Okay. And and you are where? I was at Summon at 25. <laughs> oh! Toby. <laughs> that is not okay. what I thought you were going to say No. <laughs> and did you get the call to say, quick, you better come home or you better go to the hospital? So, I was competing. Actually, she was in labour when I left. Oh. And I just made it home after the burnout competition uh, in time to get to the hospital. Well, mate, I apologise for laughing. I didn't realise you were actually a competitor in the burnout competition. <laughs> uh, that makes it 100% more legit. Um, so you, so you, you got there in time? Yes. Oh, well, then. So, are, are you working on your car as you talk to us right now? Uh, no. <laughs> no. I, I could hear some dinging in the background. Oh, it's probably Hugo biting someone, isn't it? 
<laughs> Toby, this was the call that we were hoping for this morning. Was it not, Nigel? It was absolute perfection. It was wonderful. Did you get in trouble, Tobes? Uh, yeah, I still haven't lived it down yet. Good man. Uh, but you know what? You made it back for the birth, yeah. you know? Did you win? Yeah, the, did you win the burnout comp? Uh, no, I actually blew the car up. Oh. oh, well, that would have made it hard to get home. I lucky it was on the trailer, so. Yeah. Okay, all right. Well, I just, I just hope you, you, you got a chance to speak to your wife and, and she understood how terrible it was that your car blew up that day as well. <laughs> that she was able to yeah, commiserate yeah. you. Yeah, good. Because good. she needs to support you in times like that, mate. <laughs> it's very important, you know? Anyway, thank you, Toby. Keep it real. No worries. And, oh. and well played for still being together there. That's Oh, that was wonderful. Summer nights. Yep. Did not see that coming. I think we could go home. We've peaked. <laughs> that was the Kristen and Knight podcast. Filled by McCafe. Barista made coffee 24-7. On Mix 106.3.